be doing, how we doing? Welcome back, welcome back. When it's your man in human line, I'm feeling good, I'm feeling great. Can't wait to get it going, man. How we doing? Thank you for joining me, thank you for joining me. Welcome back, welcome back. I'm not sure if this is welcome back to a season two or just welcome back to the show. your boy in human line we back we back uh welcome to the norns welcome to the norns uh god it's been a while it's been a while before we actually you know this is a more video game orientated uh podcast but you know before we get into all that stuff you know i kind of want to give a little um recap on everything you know just a little recap on just you know uh where i've been where I'm at, uh, what's been going on, you know, with the show, what's been going on with other shows, and uh, how we're just gonna proceed going forward. Well, uh, for one, the noise is back. Um, I don't see myself going anywhere anytime soon with this. Um, I guess we'll just knock the show shit out first. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we're not going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, what's going on with uh, Nights at the Opera Table? Well, honestly, uh, I guess like the 2000 times since 2016 uh i think we're just gonna be on another hiatus um everybody pretty much knows where i stand um i chase after nobody um everybody knows that i want to come back for another season but i told everybody hit me up with your schedules um some people have some people haven't um some people are busy with other works um you know everybody got their own projects they're working on too and i ain't gonna just you know barge my head in any of that and like I don't know, like stop people from doing what they gotta do. So therefore, yeah, hey, we're just gonna rock out and you know, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be and we come back in the future sometime later. Um, till then, we're here. We're here, baby, we are here. Um, so yeah. Uh what about me? Oh uh, shit. Uh my baby's here. Yeah, yeah. I have a third child. Yes, since the last time we left off, the wife was pregnant. Uh the baby is now here um yes 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 uh this is my third boy um you know his name is elias and it, and of course you know i had to keep it real with his middle name his middle name is altair yes you got it right altair the main character from the first assassin's creed game yes that is my son's middle name yes i keep it that real <laughs> so oh um, yeah god damn it feels good to be back yeah i ain't gonna hold you it feels really good to be back uh so yeah my my baby boy's here and everything thank god for him you know that that was another reason of why i kind of had to cool it um as well with um, my other show nights at the aqua table um it was getting to the point where she was getting ready to pop and everything she's gonna have the baby so you know we kind of had to bring things a little um closer to an end and thank god you know baby was born healthy uh can't complain much you know 10 fingers 10 toes we we straight um so yeah other than that um i do got bigger plans for the norns though for this show right here i do have bigger plans um i do want to give a shout out to everybody that worked on me with knights the aqua table um so i want to give a shout out to sir frenchy i want to give a shout out to zay the man behind the camera and everything the one who did all the the editing and dealt with my crazy ass fucking visions and made them come to life thank you zay um thank you to his um i guess he said his production company aphos images um please go to aphosimages.net aphos that is a-p-h-o-s images hopefully you know how to spell images dot net that is his website where he holds all his photos videos his well his photography his videography and all his extra good shit it's on there i'd like to give a shout out to um i guess you could say sir frenchie's fiance now um isis curtain shout out to you thank you again she helped out tremendously also with the um camera work and all the videography thank you so much i want to give a shout out to of course lewis tron the man that honestly nice aqua table could have not started without him 
Oh, uh, I just I had the idea of it and everything since we was in the middle of high school and I just blew it off time and time. People that I wanted to work with never wanted to get started. He said, you know what, man, bring this shit to my house one day. And he said, we'll get it done. So I did and we started. So thank you, John, for everything. And of course, you could not forget the man who brought the, some of the best conversations to the podcast himself, Malik. Shout out to Malik and everything for everything that you do and everything that you've done and everything has been great and it was phenomenal working with every single last one of y'all thank y'all so much but nights at the awkward table was not the topic of this podcast but it needed to be said thank y'all so much for everything because this is my solo podcast and this is the norns so what is the norns the norns is a game oriented podcast and for those of you who do know what the norns are or for those who don't the norns are you know typically i guess you could say a lot of um what is the past present and future that is within yeah i guess he's the norse mythology or norse paganism if you will um and that's kind of what i wanted to give within topics and everything you know the past present and possibly what i see within the future of each topic hence the name norns um so other than that i gave y'all what's been going on with me in my past had my kid i'm back podcast other stuff on hiatus for the notice but this is going to keep going strong what is the podcast it's my game orientated podcast it's for me to talk my shit get it through and just you know be able to mentally free myself for a little bit before i have to go back to being a father (laughs) um so i guess before we get into the gaming news because we have some wild shit to talk about that just dropped today what exactly have i been doing aside from of course being a parent and being my crazy self what have i been doing um i finished quantum break finally that's been on my back burner for so many years and funny enough i started it many years ago never finished finally finished quantum break if you're into story games that is a great game especially when it comes to story although 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 gameplay wise the gunplay is bad and i'm not just talking about um beginning of the xbox one playstation 3 era um bad within gunplay uh so you know think of kind of similar to the last of us no the last of us was a bit a little bit more refined but um i said is that PlayStation 3? i mean playstation 4 i'm sorry but think about like the ooh, what is it called uncharted um uncharted like one and two it feels extremely loose like that shooting it's not good at all it's not good okay my bad for saying the last of us because last of us is actually very well i love the last of us uh one that is so it, the, get, the gunplay is just too loose and everything i do not like it but the powers upgrade stuff exceptional enjoyed it a lot and everything the story though my god does remedy know how to do stories and do they know how to intertwine their worlds I love how they threw an Alan Wake in there as well and everything closer to like please the beginning of the game. And it, it feels so good. Trust me, if you're into stories, Quantum Break, really good one. And it is a great um I guess you could say another addition within the Remedy universe. Really good. Uh, although I don't know if Control actually um brings Quantum Break into it, but Alan Wake 2 is confirmed. Yes, 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 yes. That is something also that was announced but the podcast was going there alan wake 2 is confirmed yes confirmed i believe is actually confirmed to release this year if i'm not mistaken but alan wake 2 is no longer going to be an action adventure type um game it's going to be a horror survival game thank god i got that right horror survival uh sorry i ain't gonna lie this is my second time recording this because i kept fucking up a certain shit but yes horror survival and thank god that it is going to be that because it always felt like it story wise it feels like it but gameplay wise within alan wake and also the um oh my god what the hell was the other dlc shit expansion i forget but that stuff yeah that one it felt a little bit more like um, an action adventure but the main story because it's kind of like this like dark twisted story it feels like it should have been a horror survival but also it was a game of its time and eh, games weren't really going for that at that time although there were a few not saying there weren't there were a few but at that time games were looking towards something else anyway what else have i been doing um i restarted watching bleach ichigo is a savage 
episode one, this man curve stomps this guy. Actually, not even curve stomp. Not even on a curve. He stomps his face into concrete. Breaks the concrete. Ichigo, pure savage. Um, what else? What are I playing? Warzone. Oh my god. They finally added a cheat into Warzone or anti-cheat. And uh the anti-cheat is called Ricochet. And I'm not gonna lie, that shit was not working until today when I saw a clip from Joe where this man was shooting at or he wasn't shooting him. Joe himself was getting shot. His screen's turning red as though he's getting shot, but his plates and health is are not going down at all. Not even one bit. And what happened? He Jobo, of course, because he is like movement god. He freaking turns on him, shoots him, claps him. Nothing happens. Now, at first glance, I said, "Oh shit, is this where Jobo gets exposed?" And no, it turns out this is actually where the anti-cheat is starting to kick in. It's making it so that if you are actually flagged with cheating, no, 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 it's not going to ban you right there and then as far as we know but what it will do is that your guns will deal zero damage to players when you go into a game but damage can be done to you so i guess there's a piece of first video game news before we get into the big ass topic yes ricochet is finally working for those of you who actually play warzone um other than that what else have i been doing i've been playing destiny 2 a lot zay from aphos images zay has gotten me into destiny to the point that Yes, uh, those of you who know me know that I am extremely competitive in multiplayer games. Uh, very competitive. And if you play with me, you know that um, I, I may not be the best player, but I am 100% above average. And for those of you who do play with me, you know that uh, I am kind of the go-getter type. That uh, if I see a kill, that kills mine. And <laughs> although, like I will say zay has like crazy guns and weapons extremely better than mine and everything and stuff like that until this day he tells me that the gun that i use i use an auto rifle named the hard light he tells me yo that gun's not even top tier but somehow you make it seem good and people will mistake it as such now i will take that as a compliment i will not take that as a diss to my favorite auto rifle <laughs> but it does say something for just how competitive i am and everything if i find something that i like and it works good with me i make it just i i guess you could say i make that weapon shine and yes i am team warlock and destiny 2 and yes anybody can catch these hands i'm down for anything i started off as trash now i'm slightly above trash but somehow i still be clapping people i don't understand it i don't get it but zay can preach to how much i how far i've actually come and to doing it so thank you zay for holding my hand and allowing me to jump into that backpack and you carrying me all the way to where i'm at now i greatly appreciate it um and yes i am ready for the witch queen dlc coming out february 22nd the day after my birthday i can't wait for that shit but what else have we been doing i feel as though that may actually be it but before we get started uh what else was i was gonna say i feel like there's nothing oh yes um ladies out there ladies 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 um ladies this is uh ad slash not ad because i'm not getting paid for this and everything but there is a company that is philadelphia based for those of you who are within the philadelphia area but this company does ship worldwide as well the name is devoir yes devoir if you uh, are looking to kind of turn things up you know you're wanting to look nice for your man uh, this is a lingerie based company that i've met the creator um or the woman who started this um she is a very nice amazing woman and everything and stuff very young very cool yes she's latina she's a boss and everything feel free to check her out on instagram devoir and her lingerie and everything is really nice i even bought the wife uh, a nice robe from there and everything she has really good robes i ain't gonna hold you and everything if she made a robe for a man i'd probably buy this shit because her quality is extremely nice and let me put it all up on my phone and everything and stuff uh because i know i was just talking to her because she just dropped off oh also yes philadelphia area she actually sometimes does actually physically drop off the packages herself so if that's actually something that you're looking for boom you got something right there so um underscore oh here we go underscore devoir that's underscore d-e-v-o-i-r 
and um, she is also going to be bringing um, some men products as well or men clothing so look forward to that she's trying to bring jumpsuits for both men and women uh, she should also be i believe sometime in march she's going to be attending some fashion show as soon as i get any word of that i'll be um look for me on my social accounts and everything i'll be posting up so you guys can get tickets and or support but please underscore devoir d-e-v-o-i-r look her up feel free to shop around on her website she has um, the link to her website's on her instagram and everything um please look her up support and yeah much love to her now saying that let's get into what the hell we got to talk about because it has been quite the fucking wild train ride for those of you who are into video games and everything and stuff like that you will know that it has been quite the roller coaster ride we have been getting uh things like god of war released on pc amazing i never thought that was gonna happen but released on pc i thought sony was gonna try and hold that one a little bit closer to home i understood the um what the hell was that you played as the biker um my mind is blanking right now but horizon um zero dawn got released on uh pc and what is that oh my god i forget the game that got oh it's a it's a motorcycle it's a zombie game oh my god it's not the people who made killzone that made that game is it i feel like it is i could be lying but anyway the P sony's been releasing games on pc and it has been a little um I mean, I understand business-wise, it makes sense. You got, for the most part, all the money, all the money you can possibly get out of your your fan base, release it to some others, and get more money back and everything. Because the whole point about it is, it's like the reason when you go to a phone company and everything. You go to go upgrade your phone, you go to go upgrade it, and then they're like, oh yeah, well you know, if you um go ahead and get an extra phone or add a phone line and everything, then you can go ahead and get this for free and this is cheaper and blah 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 blah. They try to add all this extra shit because it doesn't matter about the consumer base that they have. It matters about how much more you can expand it, and if you can only expand it but so much you have to then drop other places which is the reason why again for those who know me personally when horizon forbidden west which is the sequel to horizon forbidden dawn when that was announced when god of war ragnarok was announced and uh what other game was it? oh miles morales when that was announced everybody was going crazy everybody's like, oh my god playstation 5 exclusives this is going to be insane those who you know me personally you can vouch for me know that i know y'all knew that i said off rip that's not going to happen that's it's going to come out on ps4 and everybody laughed called me stupid and everything what happened it eventually all got announced yo this just coming to ps4 why business wise it does not make sense now what does make sense is releasing something to push people to your ps5 yes 100 but if you do not have the product to offer to push there you can't do it they don't have the playstation 5 units to sell to get that many people that would warrant everybody switching it, it just doesn't make sense there's more people who own a ps4 than there are available ps5s plain and simple so therefore it doesn't make sense which is why i said what i said at the time and everything and thank god i didn't end up looking stupid because yeah my squad would have just fucking flamed me <laughs> forever had that been the case but um going forward what else do we see oh uh, you know like now the games are coming to pc and then they even said that sony santa monica which is the studio who makes god of war they were actually working on the pc port two years prior to the release that's amazing that means they had some foresight and you know what this is actually where it should be going this is where it's possibly going let's start on this now and thank god sony was like you know what yes this is this should be done now what makes it interesting is with sony alongside with their um their investment within epic games it makes a lot more sense now i'm not sure if god of war is available on steam it might be because steam does hold a bigger install base on pc but i would actually I, I wouldn't even mind if they start doing you know what our games are available on PC but only exclusively through epic games I would actually be interested to see if they would actually go that route or again you know I don't game on PC and stuff and even the time that I have it really wasn't much it was just smaller games this is not third but I would be interested to see if that's the route that Sony starts to take and a 
me personally, I wouldn't mind and everything because I do understand, okay, you have an investment within this company. So why the fuck not only make it available here? Now, granted, yes, you are going to then putting uh, Epic Games and Steam, you know, in more, I guess you could say, head-to-head -head conflict than they already are. But it doesn't matter because these are your titles that you are placing on a whole nother platform so you can do with them as you please. And if somebody doesn't like it, well, tough shit. But again, goes into what I said that I believe Steam does have the bigger install base. So why would you cut out that huge market? Doesn't make any sense. So again, I understand if it is available on Steam because I'm not too sure. If it is, I understand why. Oh, uh, so what else? After that, it then gets announced that uh, Sony is actually bringing, um, starting back up the production of the PlayStation 4. So yes, that's happening and everything. They will be selling brand new PlayStation 4s, old hardware, um, old everything and stuff, but packaged brand new. Why is that? Well, I think it's because they kind of see where things are going. It's cheaper to now make a PS4 than it is to make a PS5. And also those parts are more readily available than they are for a PS5. Makes complete sense. The very next day, Microsoft announces we are stopping production completely on the Xbox One. So their further focus on the production of the Xbox Series S and the Series X. Now, that is a little odd when you look at me just saying, yeah, you know what? Yeah, that, that makes perfect sense and everything. The Sony's doing this and everything. But at the same time, I think it actually makes more perfect sense also that Xbox is doing what they're doing within halting the production of the Xbox One, mainly because, let's be honest, they really weren't making much money off of that. Now, were they making money and were sales rising? Yes, but also you can attribute that to many different things. But I don't think that whatever the rise or the fall within sales at Xbox One warrants for them to continue making them. No. So stop that. Focus more. Um, anything that you had working on the Xbox One, throw all that shit away and focus on the um, Xbox Series S. Let all your money and focus go into the S that you had any focus going towards the one and just let that be where it sits. And then everything else, throw to the Series X and boom, you have good. Now on the PlayStation side, what makes it more different is that the PlayStation 5, the digital and the disc version are the same shit. The difference is one has a disc drive, the other doesn't. So now they have to split up production and everything within the two systems get where i'm going at a little bit yes no maybe whatever hopefully you do um but it again things make sense within both of where they sit at basically it makes sense for xbox to stop production of the xbox one and it makes sense for sony to um restart the production of the ps4 or to order more i forget how i don't know if they stopped and now they're restarting or if they're just putting in more orders however it may be it makes sense on both sides for how they both respectively went about the next gen consoles or i guess you could say now the current gen consoles um saying that after all this shit happened uh you know you're, you're getting more things of sony's now announcing their game pass competitor soon we don't know what it is. I forget the code name that you're going with it, but they're going to have a Game Pass competitor. And how exactly will that go about? Uh, honestly, I don't fucking know. I think that Sony's actually third party title wise. They are in an extremely good place to actually have a good Game Pass rival. The only thing is, is that Game Pass on Xbox isn't just simply about the games, but it's also what the service offers. So cloud gaming, uh, the interconnectivity within having your, um, what you call it, uh, your save stuff within PC and Xbox. So therefore, if you actually go, so I'm sorry, I had to cut real quick, but, um, so in terms of third party, uh, I guess you could say deals that they have, it works extremely well for PlayStation for their competitive or for what's going to be their competitor competitive offering against Game Pass. Jesus Christ, can I get words out? But their competitive offering towards Game Pass, it works out perfectly for Sony within what they do. So we're seeing that they're getting a lot of timed exclusives for the um, PlayStation 5. 
Okay, now take those timed exclusives, throw them into their PlayStation Pass or whatever they're gonna call it, the Blue Pass. I, I don't care what they call it and everything, but if they throw that stuff into there, and if they also decide to throw day and date, which I do not think they will, but if they decide to throw in their first party exclusives day and date, meaning the day it's available to purchase is also the day it's available on their service, then right there they have a worthy competitor. Or at least something that can match up to it and get close to it, at the very least. And the reason why I say that is because now you have their first party games, which are, for the most part, they're critically acclaimed every time they're released. They're at maybe like, they're batting like a nine out of 10 and everything and stuff like that. They're like, if they release 10 games, nine of them are smacking it and everything and they're just doing their shit. And then you're gonna have your one that's like a destruction all-stars, which everybody praises and everything. And then three days later, it's just, gone and disappear or hell me being like a fucking godfall everybody swore it was the next biggest thing in fucking gaming and then it disappeared so like you know you have your rough ones but for the most part think of all the other games that just do great and then on top of that star wars knights of the over public remake console exclusive i believe it's timed exclusive maybe for like a year or two whatever the fuck it may be but that imagine a year or two the only place you can get it is on sony's streaming service or their um game pass or whatever it may be let's call it the playstation blue pass whatever the fuck it is so the blue pass you can only get um the star wars nice over public remake aren't there final fantasy 16 aren't there on top of all of their first party games that are coming out so that's horizon forbidden west um the next spider-man which would be spider-man 2 that's coming in what maybe like two years or some shit like that or maybe like a year and some change uh and then god of war ragnarok so that right there god of war ragnarok horizon forbidden west final fantasy 16 and uh what you call it uh star wars nice and old republic remake those four games and everything are four games that are good enough to rock within the year now that's not saying that they have to compete one for one with xbox but those four games right there are a solid start off on top of they can now throw in their whole back catalog of other games and also throw in their backwards compatibility shit in there too that right there is a worthy enough competitor to game pass that's not saying that it will be better than it or worse but it is worthy enough and also it's hard to not justify the money spent on that if you decide to spend the money on it it's good especially if they here's here's a thing too if sony decides yo fuck it man we're gonna make a yearly subscription because that's something that game pass ultimate and game pass is lacking that's something that xbox is going to have to eventually do they're going to have to do a yearly subscription they're going to have to get away with xbox live and then go ahead and just say hey if you want xbox live you have to buy game pass which is going to be the eventual move that I believe is coming, but I don't believe it's going to happen until at least another maybe, I don't know, maybe year and a half, maybe two years and everything. But I do believe that um, Game Pass is not going to go completely gone. I mean, not Game Pass. Xbox Live isn't going to disappear completely, but I do believe it's going to be then thrown into Game Pass and it's because it's already in Game Pass Ultimate if you pay for it. So it's just the base game pass is not available in it so i do believe that event eventually it'll actually just be thrown into regular game pass and everything but that's not coming for a little bit more down the line so with all this happening you have um playstation um announced or playstation revamping or ugh, ordering more ps4s to be made and then sold xbox canceling um the xbox one uh game pass competitor that playstation is making which could possibly be huge and then of course today which is the big fucking news yes the big fucking news what happens boom microsoft announces that they are now acquiring activision blizzard or at least it is now there and it just needs to be approved for 68.7 billion dollars yes you heard that right 68.7 billion dollars i believe they acquired um 
what the Zenimax, yeah, Zenimax, which is the parent company of Bethesda. They acquired them for like 7.1 or 7.2 billion. And then before that, uh, the the biggest acquisition before that, I believe, was Mojang, which are uh, Minecraft, and that was for like one point something or two point something billion dollars. Yeah, it, it's it, it's a lot of money that's been thrown away. But come on, seven is nearly seventy billion dollars nearly 70 all right that's 68.7 billion dollars that is a lot of money but let's also not forget about how much money that this company draws in weekly i believe they said what that warzone and call of duty multiplayer alone weekly bring in what is it i think it's like five million dollars a week some shit like that it might be even more or was it a day it was some bullshit. it's some crazy ass number matched with some dumbass amount of time and everything it's some bullshit ass thing like yo call of duty so they they're gonna make their money back all right because people are forgetting and everything that although this may sound silly but they also own candy crush candy crushes always on top of the charts and everything for one of the games that make the most amount absurd of money for a mobile game that's owned by Activision Blizzard. So now, now Microsoft's acquiring them, they're gonna have Candy Crush, which brings in continuous money daily. Call of Duty brings continuous money daily. Um, and it's like, yo, you also they're also gonna have World of Warcraft. I, is it Starlink or Star Citizen? I wanna say it's Starlink. Um, and then World of Warcraft, they're gonna have Overwatch as well. So like, and again, let's, Put this into perspective on just i think people need to stop thinking also about how much money are these games individually going to bring in i think you also need to think of certain other aspects or other revenue that's going to happen um so we have the what is it the hcs the halo championship series that's the competitive league for halo call of duty has the cdo which is the call of duty league and I forgot what I forget what Overwatch is called, but let's just call it the Overwatch League, um, the OWL, whatever the hell it may be, and everything. That's three competitive leagues that are now going to possibly be under the belt of Xbox slash Microsoft. Now think what you may and everything, but what sets kind of the Call of Duty League apart from others is that the Call of Duty League you have to buy your team slot into the league. Like you actually have to pay the league in order to actually have a team in there. And it's some absurd amount of money because again, it's Activision and everything. So boom, that's money that has to be made. And then on top of that is the fact that Call of Duty is released annually, meaning that there's co competitions being ran from the beginning of the year, damn near towards the middle of the year going into the end which is where which actually not the end of the year is really where it stops because that's when the new call of duty gets released sometime in novemberish and everything and then boom now hopefully with the acquisition um xbox would actually be able to free up the reins a little on the call of duty league because things haven't been really looking that well but with all that being said since the halo of competitive or halo championship series since their competitive scene like revamped with the release of halo infinite the whole call of duty league has literally been pleading with activision to please run the league the same way that microsoft is running the halo league that is literally what they have been asking for please look into it i shit you not this is all they've been asking for and now they own them or the acquisition is waiting upon approval but for lack of a better term they own them and everything so this looks great at least for the competitive scene as well as overwatch competitive scene i'm gonna be honest they do have teams and i don't want no disrespect to them and everything but let's be honest it is nowhere near as big as the halo competitive scene or the call of duty competitive scene those that they do not there's levels to the shit and unfortunately overwatch isn't there at one point i feel as though they were but it's like it kind of dwindled away i feel like overwatch lost its steam and that's with all love and respect to the philadelphia fusion and everything that's that's my, that's my home team right there and shit that's with all respect to them but i i feel as though even they will even say that you know just that they're not at that same level but again with that you know now 
with the acquisition going on you have xbox owning call of duty uh world of warcraft starling overwatch and diablo like come on man you have War world of warcraft and diablo now feel free to look into any of those two games and everything and look how strong their legacy players are how long they've actually stood on and stuck with and continue to play and how many people are waiting for the next expansion of world of warcraft and how many people are waiting for the next diablo this stuff is like it's huge like these things are like the the come on we got blizzcon like the, these things the acquisition is so much more than just the release of the games and how much money those individual games are going to make it's like yo we have conventions dedicated to just certain shit like this is a lot bigger than what people really think about and i feel like especially all day on twitter nobody has been actually talking about this they haven't been talking about the money that the competitive scene could possibly bring in now and also the extra shit such as the conventions that happened it's a it's i'm just trying to say it's a lot bigger than what i think a lot of people are looking at but now i also got a lot of questions before i even hit record asking me like yo human uh what about exclusivity what's going to happen because when xbox acquired these other studios they legit said yo listen in terms of exclusivity all we're saying right now is that these games are going to be exclusive to game pass so wherever game pass is available is where you'll be able to play the games so is that what's going to happen with call of duty is that what's going to happen with world of warcraft i was like i was like let me stop this right here um elder scrolls are online that game is not going to be exclusive only to Xbox. Not happening and stuff. That game's going to be still available on Xbox, PC, and PlayStation. That's just how it is. I do see that they're going to do that exact same thing with Warzone. Warzone's going to be available on Xbox, PC, and PlayStation. But what does that mean for the solo Call of Duty games that get released annually? What then? How do you play with those games? Because they also have a multiplayer, but they also have a campaign. So how does that work? Honestly, I can see them just doing, hey, these Call of Duty games only available on Game Pass and try to strong arm other, like not even other, they're going to, they're going to try and strong arm Sony and today basically being like, allow Game Pass on your thing or you lose call of duty and you know how much revenue that brings in and stuff and also as soon as they start as soon as the acquisition goes through whatever the price the the payment cut is for um the player base from playstation all that money's going to now start falling into xbox hands so those of you who keep buying all the weapon packs and character packs on warzone and on call of duty on the multiplayer side all that money is just going to now funnel down to xbox so honestly it's not going to really matter so it's going to kind of be like yo listen we're going to keep paying you guys and we're getting nothing in return so might as well either allow it or not i i, I really don't know but at the same time you don't pay 68.7 billion dollars to share these games now for warzone i can understand i can completely understand that but I don't know if for the um, annual Call of Duty game, if that then gets also released on PlayStation. I, I honestly do not know. Um, I think it should be, honestly. I do feel as though it should be because we keep hearing about developers and other people um, talking about how uh, when you purchase a game, they want to separate the downloading within the multiplayer and the campaign so you could download what you want first and everything uh so therefore you could just go ahead and jump into that first and then download the other shit later we've seen um xbox talk about it on stage before about prioritizing downloads um and then we've also seen i believe it's mark cerny also talked about it on a playstation stage when they had their event talking about uh the whole like separation within the two and it, like like they talked about that so uh there who knows there may be a world where uh when this acquisition goes through whichever the next call of duty it may be that the next acquisition goes through on uh maybe you can download the multiplayer on playstation but you cannot download the campaign or anything else who knows maybe that's a that's a world i don't see that happening i do feel as though xbox will still throw the call of duty games on playstation but at the same time it doesn't make sense to spend 68.7 billion dollars to still allow that to happen granted yes 
what they said like fucking sony makes up like 60 or like maybe 70 percent of the money that comes in within activision games like that's a lot of fucking money that's a lot of fucking money so like you're gonna play a game with sony they're gonna be like yo listen either you're just gonna pay me directly and i allow it on your system or i'm just gonna hold the game and we're just gonna force everybody to either go on pc or get on xbox and then still pay us i don't i really don't know how that's gonna work oh uh, but other than that it's still a huge acquisition um and what does this mean for gaming in the future who fucking knows i'll be honest i know that uh this is gonna i believe this is gonna now allow microsoft to jump into now the top three of publishers um like worldwide within gaming i think that puts them down is they're in third i think sony's in second and i believe 10 cents in first some shit like that question mark i can't remember anything but i do believe uh with this acquisition if it is to get approved and go through uh, with the whole antitrust bullshit and everything then this will allow microsoft to i believe now jump into the third seat and that right there is huge um so again i think also people just like i said people are kind of looking at this like some people are saying yo this is huge because you know call of duty brings in the casual audience hoorah da, da, da. some people are actually still trying to downplay this which i can't see a world where you downplay this and everything because it's still huge but some people are trying to downplay it and say it's not that big because call of duty sales are going down this this in the third da, 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 da. but i think people also need to see where exactly did call of duty sales go down from and what released at that time and you have to think about when especially with this call of duty just came out call of duty vanguard released but you also had halo infinite that came out which everybody was on that shit and then also battlefield 2042 i believe it's called that came out but then now nobody's playing battlefield 2042 and i personally play vanguard multiplayer online and i'm seeing a bunch of new fucking people pop up and everything and stuff and i also play halo online and i'm seeing a bunch of new fucking people pop up there too especially because halo multiplayer is free so yes there's a lot of shit that's going on and this acquisition is huge oh i personally i never saw this acquisition coming i thought we were going to go somewhere a little bit other i, I thought like ea was going to be acquired because we know how bad um especially bioware is doing under ea and stuff like that but you know they have uh apex legends which is helping them out and stuff like that and respawn is honestly doing a very good fucking job over there too um so yeah I, I didn't see this coming it was fucking crazy ass fucking news that this is happening oh i'm excited to see more people's reactions and see what people have to say about it um but yeah god why do i keep saying fucking um whatever uh but yeah so that happened uh people asked about exclusivity that's my uh thoughts on exclusivity i think that it, it there is a world where it can happen but i don't know if it will uh, personally, if I had to pick one, I'm going to say that they're going to play kind of like how Elder Scrolls was. I think Warzone is going to continue being a uh, multi-platform. It's going to be released and everything. World of Warcraft is going to continue. Um, I believe Starlink. I believe that's the fucking game. God, I can't remember. Overwatch is also going to continue. Oh, uh, I, I actually know because I, I, I could see a world where Overwatch is only PC and Xbox. I can see that, especially with um, Overwatch 2 coming out. I can honestly see that shit happening. I don't think it's going to, but I can see that happening because I kind of, I kind of just get um because of the competitive scene. I get Halo vibes from it. I get, I get the feels of Halo from it. So I can see that happening. But then, so yeah, Warzone. It's gonna stay multiplayer. Fucking uh, Starlink, World of Warcraft. Candy Crush, obviously, is going to stay on all mobile phones. They're not going to be like, hey, listen, oh, we hate oh, uh, we hate Google, so we're not going to put our Androids only on iOS devices. That's not going to happen. Oh, but aside from that, yeah, I really don't know what else to even say about it. Um, I guess I'll jump on real quick and everything. Some other questions that I had. Uh, they had asked me about my most anticipated games coming out this year. Um, so let me pull that up real quick. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, let's see. Search through my notes. Twenty twenty two. 
bear with me, bear with me. Okay, so this year. Okay, oh god. Okay, so we already had. Okay, so we got a lot of ports that came out this year alone. Rainbow Six Extraction. That's coming out. I don't believe it's out yet. Okay, it comes out on the 20th. So in two days, that game gets released. By the time you hear this, it's probably either going to be released the day you hear this or the day before you hear this. Uh, but regardless, January 20th, that game gets released. That is on my list to check out. And yes, actually, Extraction is coming day one to Xbox Game Pass. So if you do have Game Pass, please enjoy. January 28th, Pokemon Legends. Uh, Pokemon Legends. Is it Arceus? Arceus, whatever the fuck that is. Uh, two people from my squad already have that uh, pre-ordered. I personally am not going to pre-order it. I'm probably going to wait only because I'm not going to lie. Frame rate says look, frame rate says a little bit sketchier in that game. And I, I honestly have too much on my plate. Especially with, you know, again, still got a new baby. And, <laughs> oh, I got too many games I got to finish. So I'm going to just hold off on that uh what else what else what else oh uncharted um the uncharted uh collection is actually releasing on pc as well that's january 28th uh we also have horizon forbidden west jesus god there's too many games coming out all right listen man. i'm just gonna name instead of just, i ain't gonna sit right here and name all these fucking games all right listen man my, my top contenders and everything for this year that i'm truly looking forward to the next call of duty game has not been announced yet and everything but i do believe that it's supposed to be the sequel to um the last modern warfare that was just released which was kind of like a soft reboot to the modern warfare games uh and i am looking forward to that i the multiplayer gets shit aren't so much but i'm actually a fan of the campaign the campaign was actually extremely extremely fucking satisfying i did enjoy it. especially the nighttime missions like you know you clear in buildings and shit like that with your mvgs and everything that shit was awesome uh, horizon forbidden west that game i have high expectations for i'm not gonna lie, i really do mainly because every time i see i'm like yo y'all took what horizon um horizon zero dawn was and you kind of just like it's not even a step up a notch and everything but like you guys are fucking throwing it it's like monster hunter feels with that shit like it's fucking monster hunter like with that shit and i i, I like it as well like i feel as though this game's gonna be a lot more it's gonna be more in tune with getting you more in touch with like the different tribes in the world and everything and stuff like that i enjoy that shit i love world building and i feel like this game is going to be a lot bigger on world building and um i guess we'll stick with sony god of war ragnarok i am a big fan of norse mythology slash norse paganism i i like all this stuff and everything so i'm here for it I don't see how they can fuck up this game. I really can't. Like this game also, like like let's not forget that there was supposed to be a DLC for the 2018 God of War, and they said they canceled it because it was just too big. And they said, fuck it, we're just gonna put it into the next game. Boom, there you go. We already have content that's already been started from like years ago, finally getting into a game now. Like that means that they already had a direction. It's not like they had a oh like let's start no no, they had a direction that they were going to already. So therefore they have already the foundation. Of what the game is going to be i have high expectations for it i think it's going to be great um death's door actually just got announced to be on um game pass so like the fact that that's going to be on game pass is going to be awesome although um with the um game pass uh what was it saying i'm sorry the wire just came over here completely threw me off oh uh, death's door all of that is game i believe that released last year everyone told me that that was a really really good game and I even heard some, I saw some people saying and everything that it should have got a nomination at the Game Awards. And I don't remember if it did or not. So it could have been their bad, maybe my bad. Who knows? What else? Um, oh my God, what the fuck? Uh, isn't um, uh, A Plague's Tale. Um, what What is the sequel that's coming out? Is it, um, oh, A Plague's Tale Requiem. A Plague's Tale Requiem is coming out this year. A Plague's Tale is a really, really good game. 
and I liked it was really weird how they did with like used a fire to scare away like the man eating rats and shit like that but um the sequel is coming out <laughs> yes you heard that right a sequel's coming out and it's it bro game looks beautiful it, it truly does um two dc games that are coming now the one that i'm looking forward to the most is gotham knights it's going to be a two-player co-op game i don't believe it's restricted to co-op but um it is going to be um able to play two-player co-op and you're going to be able to play as um uh what is it nightwing aka dick grayson batgirl barbara of course who everybody knows barbara gordon um <laughs> red hood jason todd and then um, Red Robin, which I think they might just be going with Robin, which is Tip Drake. Um, that game is coming out this year, and it's going to follow along the storyline of oh, what is it, the Court of Owls. And for you, those of you who are nerdy enough to actually know the storyline of the Court of Owls, this is going to be a good fucking game. I promise you, at least the story is going to be good if they stick with the story from the comics. As well as you could probably kind of guess how the ending is going to end up turning to be. Um, Sifu is coming out as well. That game looks so much fun. Everything, ooh, excuse me, oof, God. Um, everything that that game has shown so far looks amazing. Um, the Hogwarts Legacy. I'll tell you right now, my wife is a huge Harry Potter fan. I'll be honest with you, I can't stand that shit, not one bit. I, I, I can't. I don't. Um, but that game looks good and this may actually be the game to get me into the series so who knows maybe i might actually be a fan after this shit um and then as well as final fantasy 16 i do not believe it has been delayed or i think it was delayed but i believe it's still coming out this year please don't quote me on that and then um of course the heavy hitter itself um from FromSoft, miyuzaki himself elden ring Yes, Elden Ring is coming out this year. For those of you who are into Dark Souls games or the Souls games or like or Soulsborne, however which you decide to um, categorize their subgenre of games, the next entry within their subgenre of games with from the head honcho himself, Elden Ring is coming out this year. I believe the story, um, uh, how do you say, the story is from the guy who did uh, the Game of Thrones. I forget the name of the book series and everything, but the show Game of Thrones, he made the story to Elden Ring, but it is written by the studio themselves. So he kind of, you know, came up with the overall arching story and then they just wrote everything themselves. Um, so this is going to look like it's going to be good. This finally looks like the game that the, uh, that Miyazaki himself wanted to create when he first got into making video games. He always talked about he wanted to make a game about magic knights and all this stuff like that and this finally looks like the very very game that he had his dreams like you know and his heart set on so hopefully this may be it uh but if i had to pick you know i guess my top games of this year is probably going to be uh the arkham knights game because i really want to play as nightwing um, as well as yo Batgirl's moveset fucking amazing if y'all haven't seen that first trailer that dropped a little while ago that looks good but uh, the art is it, is it called Arkham Knights I feel it is oh Gotham Knights I apologize Gotham Knights is up there so that's going to be on my list uh, Final Fantasy 16 is on my list for the sole purpose that I believe the design director of everything is the same guy who made uh, Dragon's Dogma the same guy who designed that and for those of you who do not know me you know that me uh, what you should know is that both me and my friend chris are huge fans of the game dragon's dogma we are an extreme like fucking psycho fans of that game and it it is definitely an rpg that is underappreciated and deserves to be revisited by everyone who ever missed that game it kind of just got overshadowed because it came out around the same time that um elder scrolls skyrim came out so and completely understandable but that game itself fucking amazing and i do believe the same studio who made it is the same people who make uh devil may cry and before they made devil may cry they had it on the table they said which game should we make next dragon's dogma 2 or devil may cry 5 and they chose devil may cry 5 so now that game's out and over and done with hopefully they're working on dragon's dogma 2 and not just sitting on their asses man because that would be great so we have gotham knights 
Final Fantasy 16. I'm going to throw Sifu in there only because that game just looks really, really nice. I'm going to say Hogwarts Legacy. And then uh, Elden Ring, of oh, fucking course, because I'm a huge Souls fan. And I'm going to say uh, God of War Ragnarok. I'm not going to throw Horizon Forbidden West in there only because... I don't know. It's something about the game. Like, I know it's ready for release. I know the studio is going to knock it out of the park. But I feel like I personally, you've shown me a bunch of like set pieces and fun stuff. I, I actually know bullshit. I missed one trailer that I do believe actually talked more about the world and the story. So I'm going to go back and watch that. And next episode, wait for it. I'll let you guys know on how I actually feel about um, Horizon Forbidden West right there. But I'm. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West is on the maybe list. Alright, it's definitely on the maybe list. Um, and then uh what what's the game from Bethesda that's come as a Starfield? Is that what the fuck is called? It's supposed to be the Skyrim in space. Oh my god. So like the, the, the still pictures that I've seen of it and the little things we've seen so far. Like that looks good. Um and the fact that they simply just said it's the Skyrim in space leads me to believe that there is going to be a lot more than what people are letting on. There's a lot of people who say, Oh, how can anybody be interested in a game that they haven't seen? I don't think that people understand just how amazing, um, like what you call it, that, that Skyrim really was. And I don't, I'm not talking about story wise, I'm talking about the little things. The fact that I used to just be on a horse and just like fucking leave and go into a mountain to go do some quests. And then next thing you know, for the next two hours, I'm hunting. Like, that's some wild shit that a game can actually do that to you. Just like completely gets you out of your head and everything and now you're just fucking hunting like it was awesome so the fact that they're saying that uh starfield is going to be a skyrim in space i'm here for it i'm gonna love that shit so um saying that uh yeah i don't think i have anything else to go over i think i'm just about that uh, i think i'm just about done uh let me check real quick i had threw it up in my group chat and everything uh to some people i said yo i got some questions and everything but you know i kind of need some more questions talk to me and i want to say that i don't even know if they ever got back to me on it um let me check doo -doo 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 -doo. give me a second give me a second uh, i talked about my top games uh most anticipated i guess you can say i'll throw it under did i give a top five i think i give a top six uh and what will be the next big game for this year so i guess aside from the games that i'm most anticipated in and also the games that um the games are gonna be big what is going to be the biggest game this year uh i think that's really hard of uh, to say jesus christ all right so if i had to pick one game that is going to be the biggest uh, i'm gonna because uh, i'm trying to think of impact um god see and this is gonna be my biased opinion because i'm just like a huge skyrim fan i'm gonna say starfield um yeah and, and i think i the only reason why i have to say that is simply because uh hold on, let me see is it actually coming out this year uh starfield november of this year yep okay so because the fact that uh i was like it, like a big fan of skyrim when it came out i'm gonna say that starfield was only be and again this is just me putting too much faith into the game so please do not take anything i say as like law or as like you know the written good word like no but this is just me like you know knowing how big skyrim was and how much it just changed a lot of shit and how it changed a lot of the way people gamed and everything um if starfield's like half of that this game is going to be great it, it truly is and other than that i mean like any other game kind of here that i believe is going to be the biggest anything that's bigger than that's going to be able to compete with starfield bro i think that's hard i don't think there's really going to be many games that are going to be able to compete with that other than uh god of war ragnarok I think that's probably the only other game that could compete with that. Hey, yeah, that's probably it. Uh, saying that, uh, god damn, yeah, I think I want to go ahead and bring this pod to a close. 
uh i'm sorry that i went off for so fucking long especially kind of just really just talking about one overall arching uh topic i guess you could say which is really just the acquisition of activision blizzard um so yeah i sorry i kind of just cut for one topic but i guess i did kind of throw in a little bit extra topics and everything just kind of catching you up and everything but please 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 expect for another episode to be dropping very very soon close to this episode mainly because there are other news topics that i want to touch on but this was kind of just the biggest thing that literally happened right before i hit play so i did kind of want to just get into you know like some yo what the hell's been going on what's been happening why the wait I just wanted to get this topic off and everything. And I kind of just want to get to some questions that people are asking me. Uh, but next episode, I do plan on having uh, at the end of every episode, I'm going to do my best to at least have at least three to four questions that people have asked. And if you do wish to ask any questions, feel free to uh, contact me, follow me, um, DM me, or any way that if you know me personally, you could do it. You could go ahead and do that. But if you follow me on any social media accounts, go ahead and follow me on Twitter at inhuman line that's i-n-h-u-m-a-n-l-i-n-e that is one word together inhuman line and uh, go ahead follow me on there dm me i believe my dms are only open to people who follow me um and feel free also to follow me on instagram also inhuman line and yeah other than that uh please give this shit a five stars if you're able to you're able to bro vote you're able to rate five stars on apple podcast spotify and i believe also anchor i could be lying i don't know someone track me question mark but go ahead and rate five stars and everything if you enjoy this much love y'all be safe out there all right please 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 be safe out there it's getting a little wild uh, and i'll catch you guys very fucking soon i promise this has been your man the human line